Hey guys, Caleb Giddings here for Firearms Industry News, ending in the week of October 23rd, 2020. Let's get started with the news. And right off the bat, we have some interesting news from the world of government firearms acquisitions. And that's the U.S. Coast Guard. Yes, that's right. The fifth branch of the military, which is technically a branch of the military, has selected the Gen 5 Glock 19 MOS to replace their existing stable of SIG P229 DAK pistols and also some M9s that they had in legacy inventory. So there's an interesting story here because initially it had looked like the Coast Guard was going to go the route of the DOD and end up with the SIG M18 or M17, which also would have, I guess, made sense because they've been issuing SIGs for quite some time now anyways. But the Coast Guard's in an interesting sort of situation. So they have the P229 chambered in 40 cal, which they use for all CONUS domestic law enforcement operations. And then they also maintain some M9s in inventory for when they had to deploy OCONUS and not have access to their SIGs and their JHPs, which we don't use when we're deployed overseas. What they're doing is they are going with the Gen 5 Glock 19 MOS, which we've talked about. And the reason that they're able to do this is because they're part of the Department of Homeland Security. And they're basically able to take their order for pistols and tack it on to the Customs and Border Protection contract, which had already selected the Gen 19, or excuse me, the Gen 5 Glock 19 MOS. So basically because US Customs had already been like, yes, we want this gun, here's our contract, because that contract was already extant and already open, Coast Guard is able to tack their order on to that and standardize on one 9mm pistol, which now they will be able to use both for CONUS law enforcement as well as overseas for OCONUS deployments because it's all 9mm and very happy. So that's an interesting story there. Coast Guard's getting the Glock 19 MOS and it's the Gen 5 gun. Now, moving on to our next story. This one's kind of bad news. Clark County, Nevada, which is the county where... Las Vegas is located, released its guidelines for large events in the COVID world, and they're not good if you were hoping to go to SHOT Show this year. I know a lot of people weren't hoping to go to SHOT Show, and they just kind of decided that if this was going to be the year to skip SHOT, it would be 2021's show, and I completely understand that. Uh, However, NSSF has not yet canceled SHOT Show, even though these new guidelines came out. And here's what the new guidelines are. I'll skip to the one that actually matters. For large conventions and trade shows, they are capped at an attendance of 1,000 people. That's not a lot. Uh, For people who don't know, the average attendance of SHOT Show is in the 50,000 person range every year. So if you made that show 150th the size of its normal self, I guess it would be pretty easy to get work done, but it also wouldn't be much of a show now, would it? I think with only a thousand people in attendance, you wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't be shot show. It would just be like a thousand firearms enthusiasts hanging out. Now, the NSSF has not yet released a statement on whether or not they plan to cancel shot show as of the time that I'm recording this. Uh, word on the street is that that statement will come out November 1st and they're tracking these developments from Clark County as we go. Currently, NSSF's 
official position on shot is that it's going to happen. But if it doesn't, your deposit will go towards your next year's, not next year, 2022's show. Uh, in related news, the Safari Club International Show, which always comes right after SHOT Show in Las Vegas, and many exhibitors will stay from SHOT through SCI, has been canceled. The Safari Club released a statement today basically saying that the cap on of 1,000 people on attendance makes it impossible for them to do the show. And that's true. I don't think that... I don't think that shots gonna happen, even though I've booked my hotel and registered for the show. I'm just not optimistic at this stage of the way things are going that we're actually going to get a shot show this year. And now our last story of the day is the USPSA Factory Gun Nationals were this week. The Factory Gun Nationals consist of two divisions, carry optics and production, and we have some winners. And if you follow the shooting sports, you'll be familiar with these winners. If you don't follow the shooting sports, you might you might not be familiar with some of these winners. So our results for production division. Uh, in first place, you have Jacob Hetherington uh, with a match with a total match points of 2,204 with, and of course, taking 100%. Right on his heels is Mason Lane at 99.19%. And then in third place, we have Sal Luna. Fourth place, we have Team Beretta shooter J.J. Ricaza. And in fifth place, you have Nils Jonasson rounding out your top five. Now let's scroll on down a bit to find your high lady. Our high lady was Jalise Williams, who is also a junior shooter. She rocked it, uh, shooting 75% of Jacob, which is a very impressive score. So that's your production division. Jumping over to carry optics, some guy named Max Michelle continues to beat the brakes off of everybody at the shooting sports, winning by over 5% over the second place finisher, Jason Bradley. That's a monster win when you look at the margins from production where it was less than 1% in between first and second. And over in carry optics, you have 5% in between first and second. That's huge. It's it's a blowout of epic proportions. Uh, so that's Jason Bradley in second, Hwansik Kim in third. And again, I would like to point out how disappointed I am that the guy whose initials are HK does not shoot an HK. Come on, guys. We can figure this out. Then we have Sean Griffith Griffith, Griffith in fourth and Jay Beal in fifth. Moving on to our high lady... We have Justine Williams, that's the other half of the Williams sister duo, who shot a 77% of Max Michelle, which is really, really good. She beat the hell out of a lot of fairly talented A-class and M-class shooters. So congratulations to the Williams sisters on taking home both the production and the carry optics high lady titles. That is it for the news this week, guys. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure that you share this video on Facebook. If you're listening on one of the podcast things, thanks very much. Keep leaving those five-star reviews. I like them a lot. I'm Caleb Giddings, and we'll be back next week with more firearms industry news.